Well, Graham, uh, how you doing? Doing pretty well. Yeah. Good, good. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Velvet Room Review. We're keeping it chill today with a bonus episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're just going to be talking about what we've been uh, playing the past couple weeks outside of games we've played for the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think one of one, <laughs> one negative effect of this podcast, Graham, is that gaming becomes more of a... It's a commitment. Oh, it's a com- Yeah, that's a good word for it. Um, especially just with the, the games we've chosen the past couple of, of months slash weeks, just longer games. It really, uh, it sucks up your time quite a bit, uh, for good reasons, of course, yeah. but, um, yeah, so I only have a few games that I've been, uh, playing outside of the podcast games. Uh, what are you playing these days? So I kind of, I kind of went back, um, a ways to like the games that I've been playing throughout this the start of this year because i'll be honest the last month or so has been mass effect 3 okay um, cool, cool cool lately actually between persona 4 golden or sorry not persona 4 golden um dancing all night persona. and right, yes. whatever we did bef- that was mass effect 2 before that we because yeah. dancing all night ended up taking longer than i thought it would but mm-hmm. not like not too it wasn't too heavy so I actually beat mm-hmm. a whole other game in between that, which was okay. SteamWorld Dig 2. Um, SteamWorld Dig 2. Have okay. you ever heard of it? Um, I don't think so. Tell me about SteamWorld Dig 2. Okay. So it's like, um, it's a Metroidvania kind of game. So like, okay. um, where you, so you play as this robot um, yep. who has a pickaxe. And you're basically trying to find your friend who is the protagonist of the first game. And the the kind of the cool thing about it is that you're constantly digging down. So you've got a town up on the surface that you can return to um, through like pneumatic tubes. But then you've also, but the whole point of the game is to keep digging down. Do you find them? Um, Yeah, and exploring in that. And you keep... You upgrade your pickaxe with the ore that you mine so that you can get a bigger, better pickaxe that'll mine faster. And you come across all sorts of really cool movement enhancements. Like, um, the first thing you get is like to be able to run, and then you can, um, do like, a, I think you get a high jump, but then you start to get stuff like a grappling hook, which you can use to like, well, grab on, um, like being able to climb in a wall jump, and eventually you get like a jetpack, and it's the movement is so much fun in the game. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at images here. I will like the uh, like the art style. Mm-hmm. So is it like a so is it like roguelike where every time you dig down it's different, or is it like a consistent map each time? I think it's a consistent map. It's not like um it's not a roguelike structure. It's very story Got it. story Based. Yeah, linear in that sense. Okay. Like it's so kinda of like yeah. you need that item to move on to the next section type thing. Yeah, like you'll get an item that can break really hard blocks or something. Yeah. That's just the train. Ignore it. I live next to train tracks. <laughs> no problem. Okay, I like cool. the sound of trains. 
Yeah, me too. It's it's. I don't know. I'm used to trains. That's so like ah, there's the train. Yeah, it's kind of soothing. But I also have the window open because it's hot today. So hopefully getting some cool breeze in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you playing this on Steam or where are you playing this? Uh, this was actually through. Oh wow, that was loud. Sorry, my Audacity's been doing this weird thing with my volume, so we'll see how it turns out. I've actually been playing it through Twitch because I got this game through because um, I have Amazon Prime, um, and so you now get a bundle of games each month. Oh, and so you, and when you say you played it through Twitch, what does that mean? It means that they just they give you the executable. It's there's. Oh, cool. Yeah, I, I, I knew Amazon Prime did that. I didn't realize that they put out this kind of game. That's cool. Yeah, well, yeah, like it's not published by them or anything. It's just they gave right. it's like it's just, a, yeah. like the Humble Bundle kind of stuff. You get a bundle of games each month. So. And do you keep them forever or do they run out at the end of the month? No, you, you it's actually neat. You keep them forever even after you've um, like... If you don't subscribe back to Amazon Prime, you still get to keep the game. Oh, wow. It's actually a really, really quite good deal so far. Yeah. I don't know cool. how it's going to go forward, but it's been good so far. That's neat. That's interesting. That's cool. Yeah. So would you recommend SteamWorld Dig 2? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was, um, yeah, it was like there's a lot of joy in just moving around the world. Which is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's nice when like the casual gameplay is fun, like that. You know what I mean? Like where just getting around the the world is is fun. Yeah. Let alone just like the combat or whatnot, for sure. Yeah. No, I I would definitely recommend it if like you're into platformer, like Metroidvania kind of stuff. It's uh, it's got a lot of fun. The story's not like that exciting but it doesn't really need to be mm-hmm. so yeah so what have you been playing lately um oh man uh just recently um like within the last week i got uh bit by the Fortnite bug mm. and I, I i've been playing a little bit just a little bit of that um and I can see why it's so popular. You know, um, I I really... It's one of those games where it's just I can pick up and play and I don't get too invested and there's nothing I really got to care about. I just play to have fun. And I think it's just a fact of, like, the art style and the pace of the gameplay and just the atmosphere in general that gives it its level of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, like... I mean, everyone compares it, I think, kind of to uh, PUBG. And uh, with PUBG, I'm always constantly, like, stressed out and on edge because I, I find it's, like, more realistic experience just because graphically and, and the weapons and whatnot. But with Fortnite, it's just kind of fun. Like, it's fun. I don't know if you've ever played. I've played, like, um, three games of it. It's fun just swinging your, pick, your pickaxe, getting resources, and then running... And then dying, like it's it's just it's all aspects of it are, are fun to me. I like the there's this mode called 50 v 50 where it's just two teams of 50 fighting it out, and I find that fun. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, playing with friends is fun. Um, Crossplay is a, a neat feature. Um, and also it was free, right? So you really can't go wrong with that. Um, so yeah, no, that's kind of been within the last week. I've been playing a little itty bitty of Fortnite. Cool. And uh, yeah, and also it's nice. It's like I'm a I'm a big trophy guy on my PlayStation, but it doesn't have any trophies associated with the uh, battle royale stuff, which is nice because it's a game I can play without having to worry about getting a really dumb trophy list added to my uh, trophies. Yeah. But that's just me. No, it's valid. Yeah. Um, aside from that, because I, I kind of like to play like a couple of games at once, you know, um, so Fortnite's one of them. Uh, I recently picked up the Batman Return to Arkham set on the PlayStation Store. Uh, they remastered Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. Uh, and it was on sale for, I think it was like 15 bucks. So I, I picked it up and I've been replaying uh, Arkham Asylum, which uh, originally came out in 2000. Nine, I think. Something like that. Yeah, did you ever play Arkham Asylum? I did. Yeah, what did you think of it? I quite enjoyed it, from what I can remember. Um, yeah, um, it's a really... It holds up really well. Um, I played uh, Arkham Knight about a year or two ago, and I really, really liked that game. Um, and it, it's it's so fascinating to see how much it's evolved since since Arkham Asylum. Um, like just all the stuff you can do in Arkham Knight, you've got the Batmobile, you've got, uh, getting around the map really fast. You've got a huge map, you've got gadgets and different takedowns and different tactics. And Batman Arkham Asylum is just so much simpler. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, it's so polished as well. Um, like everything kind of fits together, uh, well, and they, and the pace of the story is good. Um, the, the story itself isn't as grand as I remember, but, uh, it, it's just a really, really solid game, uh, all around. Yeah, yeah. no, definitely. I remember, yeah. like, from what I can remember of Arkham, like, I played Arkham Asylum and then pretty quickly jumped into Arkham City. Mm -hmm. I remember, like, I felt like Arkham Asylum had a good amount of varieties of ways you could take on situations arkham mm -hmm. city i started to be like oh there's like three things that i can do with this one thing and then there's 16 things and all these combos and it just started to become a bit too much yeah i didn't like arkham city that much either when i played it um because i felt like kind of like i guess with um steamroll dig getting around the map I didn't find it to be fun, right? It was mm. kind of slow and tedious. And Arkham Knight, they fixed that with the Batmobile, and they made you a little faster gliding-wise. Uh, of course, in Arkham Asylum, you don't have that problem because the map is much smaller. You can basically run from scenario to scenario. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm playing on the on the hard mode. Um, and in that mode, uh, there's no, like, uh, indicator to counter enemy attacks. Okay. So that really keeps you on guard. You kind of have to be uh, watching all the enemies while you're fighting. That's actually pretty cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, uh, it's, yeah, it, it, show, it, it kind of teaches you a little bit more about the rhythm of the game. Because, like, the, the combat is very much a rhythmic exercise. You need to know when to punch, 
who to punch next, where to go from one to the next. And there's actually like an upgrade that will give you uh, more combo points if you hit enemies at the precise time. And so countering them, of course, is also that because you need to time their counter so that you don't do it too early or too late and they punch you in the face. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and uh, if you get caught when you're doing like the stealth modes, you die real fast. Yep. Uh, yeah, they shoot you good. Um, so I haven't really, like I'm about halfway through, I think, if I remember correctly. So I don't really have a lot of the, the newer gadgets yet to take down the stealth sections differently. I've been basically focusing uh, f- um, hand-to-hand combat to give myself extra armor and abilities there. But uh, yeah, no, it's just a, it's a fun game all around. Um, the only criticism I have is that sometimes you can move, and this happens with a lot of games, you move faster than the dialogue of the characters in the game. Mm. So like Oracle and I are having a conversation and then I enter another door and then it's another scenario. And I guess there's not really any way for them to control that other than to have me go slower. So, um, yeah. So, but other than that, I mean, the voice acting uh, for most of it is stellar. Um, yeah, and it's it's a good uh, it's a good ba- Batman tale. Mm-hmm. Batman's a good characters, uh, good character. But uh, the Scarecrow missions, though, forgot how much I hated those. Yep, uh, I can remember those that are really now. annoying. Yeah, um, yeah, that was frustrating. So, but yeah, that's what I've been playing the, the past week or two. Uh, what else have you been playing? Um, so I played Steam World Dig was probably the most recent, and then I got into Mass Effect Three. Before that, a game I keep on hopping into is called Heat Signature. Have you ever heard of it? I think you told me about this one. I think I briefly Isn't mentioned it, it. I think we talked about it. Oh, it might have been another podcast because um, I remember looking it up because it was a uh, is it a kind of like an XCOM-y type game? Uh, not not terribly. It's top down. Um, OK, it's basically this. Um, it's by the game, the guy who made Gunpoint, which I think it's Gunpoint. Yeah. So it's this kind of goofy. Basically, your job is to. It's a roguelike, and you jump on your little spaceship, and you fly over to bigger spaceships, and then jump into them, and then you have an objective, whether that's to, like, steal some item off of it, or kill a certain guy, or to um, ram the spaceship into another spaceport, or something. And they give you all these different ways to approach a problem, and... It's it's just so much fun because um, there's... Uh, sorry. That's okay. Yeah, I'm looking at images now. This isn't the game, the game you're telling me about. But I think I've seen this before. Uh, this one, with this one, like, the top-down camera follows your movements, right? So as you enter a new room, yeah. two things are revealed. It, okay, yeah, I've definitely seen some reviewers play this. Yeah, it, it looks... It's kind of got the same... Uh, not style, but like same kind of viewpoint as something like Hotline Miami. Although it's a lot, there's right very little gore compared to that game. Um, and right. it's fun because you can you tend to tr- I don't know I tend to try to come up with creative solutions to problems 
Um, and so sometimes it'll be like, oh, you have, you have a wrench and there's a guy that's about to shoot you and you can't get to him in time. So you just, you throw the wrench. Okay. You can throw the wrench at the guy. And actually at some, at one point I realized how powerful throwing stuff is. So I just (laughs) had, um, one big issue, like one big threat in the early game is armored characters because you can't kill them with regular bullets or with your swords. You have to use armor piercing weapons. And I remember that at one point I was looking for like, okay, is there an armor piercing gun or a long blade, which you can attack from a distance with. But all I got was an armor piercing short blade, um, which can only attack from basically as close as you can get to another Mm -hmm. character. And then I realized that I could throw it and it always the 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 flavor text says like it always ends with the the sword in the guy um no matter how mm. you throw it and so well, that's convenient i just loaded up on short blades and i would walk into a room and throw all of them and then pick them up Ninja. and then keep going and it was so much fun and very effective nice Okay, and did you did you pick this up on Steam or was it an Amazon Prime as well? This was a Steam purchase. Okay. Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, it's interesting. Just um, I feel like you play a lot of these types of games, Graham. Of <laughs> like the more like indie style, or yeah, I tend to smaller scope. I lean towards smaller scoped, like yeah, like like what you said, indie games usually ones that try to do one thing. Mm -hmm. Um, It's only fairly recently that I got into more AAA games like Mass Effect, although I still... Something like an Assassin's Creed I don't enjoy because there's a million things to do, but none of them have any meaning. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas I like stuff like Heat Signature where you're, you're... you end you end up in these situations where you have to figure out some way to get out of them, and it's a lot of fun. Hmm. So I'm assuming you would recommend Heat Signature. Oh, I would I would highly recommend Heat Signature. It's a lot of fun. Um, you just you get all these moments. Uh, there's some there's some really good stuff, and then you mess up, and then. If you salvage it, you've got a story. And if you don't salvage it, you've got another story. So, hmm. uh, Are there any co-op capabilities? Um, there isn't co-op. There is like a very loose online multiplayer where if you retire a character, so like you've done missions with them, and then if, after you do so many missions, you can retire a character and mm-hmm. um, give one weapon um that's basically like you can name it their weapon and it has a possibility of showing up in your friends games oh interesting yeah but okay cool aside from that there's no real co-op no mm, okay okay neat mm-hmm. um i've also played night in the woods although that was a few months ago, and I still want to finish it. I only got like partway through it. Night in the woods. 
it's an indie game. Um, I oh, it's by it's by some of the devs that made Aquaria, which is another indie game from a ways back. This looks really interesting. It's neat. It's actually like it's this very cool story-driven game with some light platformer elements to it, um, where you you're like a cat. But you, it's like they're all anthropomorphic. Yeah. Um, you are a young adult that's coming home because they dropped out of university, um, and coming back to your hometown and finding figuring out that you don't really fit there anymore. Um, but there's still some people there, and people have changed, and it's this really neat, like warm feeling. Hmm. Um, and good writing too. Yeah, it looks like a lot of. Like a lot of fun. I'm looking at the images here, and there's a picture of like what I assume is your dad, and he says, "No, I was just saying you look like crap because I love you." <laughs> yeah, there's that kind of yeah. humor. That's, that's that's neat. I'm assuming this is a Steam purchase as well. Mm -hmm. I think it's also on PS4 and stuff like that. Hmm. Cool. It's just it's awesome to see how many random or not random but like different type of games that are out there these days like there's so much content substantial amount yeah mm -hmm. yeah there's it's neat to play a variety of games too to which is something that i've appreciated about the podcast mm -hmm. like being able to play something like mass effect which is not something that i would normally consider playing so, yeah, it's and stuff like the Twitch thing, which now I'm getting more games than I can possibly complete. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's that's pretty much what I've been. I think the other ones that I've noted were Muramasa Rebirth. I beat that one. Um, which is this like hack and slash Japanese themed game for the PS Vita. I played Grand Kingdom because it was a, a PS Plus game. Oh yeah, how was that? Did you finish it? Oh no, it's like a it's basically a mobile game. Um, oh oh okay. Like it's one of it's ridiculous amounts of depth, like absurd monster hunter level amount of depth okay to it um and it's this kind of um turn-based rpg with like positioning and some light um like the mario and luigi games where you have the time button presses um hmm. to do extra damage and stuff and it's it wasn't bad by any means i just spent like three hours in one session sitting playing it and i was like mm, this is probably not something i should keep playing because i'm going to spend it's like ah, it's like playing civ 5 oh i see i see i see it was a pretty decent game it just uh didn't have a very captivating story or anything that would make me want to keep playing it more Uh, 
most recently, the most recent game I I, fin- I finished uh, was the new God of War oh, okay. that came out this year. And uh, I'm a really big fan of the God of War series. Um, I played them all, uh, and I did like a replay through of most of them last year. So uh, I was actually, at first, when I first started seeing things about the new game, I was actually really concerned because as far as a sequel goes, um, it is a sequel, but the gameplay itself and just even style of the game is quite different. Um, the original God of Wars are uh, very linear, story-based action games um, that are a lot of fun. Uh, things I love about them are just their size of scope as far as the environments go. Um, their use of uh, the, the, the path or journey the player takes and kind of going back to where you started, kind of like a circular journey type thing. And God of War uh, 4, as it is com- commonly known, uh, is completely different. Um, it's basically an open world game, um, but they, 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 they didn't put too much into it, which I appreciate. Hmm. Um, they gave the world just enough to explore in a lot of different environments, but it wasn't was never a chore. I never thought, wow, there's way too much to do. It was always fun to explore around. Um, and the combat's a little, excuse me, the combat's a little simpler as well. Um, they focus on uh, customizing uh, the way you fight. So your weapons can have different move sets, like a, a heavy attack and a light attack, based on what kind of runes they're called that you put into them. So you can kind of customize how you play. Uh, there you can customize your armor, which was a big part of it as well, um, to give your character like more health or more cooldown or more magic or something like that. So they gave you a little bit of customization there, but uh, overall. Uh, it was a it was a really good game. Um, a lot of people have said you know it's the game of the year so far. Um, I don't know if I personally would go that far. Um, it did have some flaws, in my opinion. Uh, well, I wouldn't. I don't know if I'll call them flaws, but uh, it could. It was well polished. I I don't really have a lot of critical things to say about it, other than I. I, I thought it was good. I didn't have, like, the best experience ever. Like, it wasn't, to me, like, groundbreaking. Okay. If that's the way I can put it. Whereas something... And maybe it's because it got hyped up, like, before I, I had a chance to play it. But, like, it, was, it wasn't, it was like... To me, it didn't really do anything new at the end of the day, right? Something that hasn't really been done before. Um, yeah, um, but no, the, the, it it was good. I enjoyed it, so. Yeah. I'd recommend it. Oh, it's neat. Yeah. It's neat to hear, like, another perspective on it. Yeah, and I don't know if it's, that's just me being a little apathetic towards it, but I know a lot of people really enjoyed it, um, so. It's okay to dislike a game, or not dislike, but, like, not feel as strongly. Yeah, yeah, for sure, and I'm and I'm glad they made it. Of course, like I love, I love the story. I guess I mean, 
it was a long game, but not a lot happened. Like like the story itself was probably easily um, double the length of God of War three, easily if not more than that. But not a lot to me happened. It's hard if you haven't played it, but uh, yeah. So I'm looking forward to the inevitable sequel. I'll definitely get it, um, and I'll pick it up. But uh, yeah, no, it's, I would recommend absolutely. I mean, uh, most people have played it already, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then other than that, um, I've been playing uh, Borderlands, the pre-sequel. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I've been playing co-op with a friend on uh, PS4. And uh, Borderlands is one of those games where it's just fun to play. You yeah. Know, um, you just, like, there's not a lot of effort or or mental capacity you need to put into it. It's just pick up and play and, and have fun with the, the dialogue and uh, the good combat. It's just good gunplay. And, um, yeah, it's fun. It's The pre-sequel is a lot smaller than the other games which i appreciate in terms of at least like number of quests to do and whatnot um which is nice because like i said it's hard to find time sometimes to play everything you want to play <laughs> so being able to knock out you know 60 side quests with the two of us and the main story within like 20 hours of gameplay is a, uh, you know, a lot nicer than 120 quests in borderlands 2 plus the main story, which, you know, takes forever. So I appreciate that they, they trimmed it back a bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's it's just a fun game all around. Um, yeah. So that's pretty much it, other than Mass Effect that I've been playing these past couple of weeks. Yeah. No, that's, uh, that's pretty much it for me, too, in terms of games. Oh, actually, there was one thing. Um, in preparation for our next game that's coming that i don't think we've mentioned yet um i booted up my wii u okay and i was gonna play my wii u um or play this game on my wii u uh like when i was going uh for a weekend or whatever at somebody else's place um but i didn't realize that to play that game i needed like the wiimote and the sensor bar whatever so i was like oh that sucks i'll just play something else and i started playing um a game called uh pokemon mystery dungeon red rescue team nice uh, i don't know if you've ever yeah oh played yeah it? i played oh. well i played blue um okay, and i yeah, played yeah. that game that was a that was a phenomenal game from my childhood i guess absolutely late childhood absolutely. i would agree as well i got that game like just on the cusp of being probably a little too old to be playing pokemon still but um it's a solid solid game and i I love the Wii U for the fact that I can play games like that again and and on the on the big screen of my TV uh, or even the Wii U gamepad. Um, I just it's it's a great dungeon crawler. It's a great single player story. Uh, it's got a little bit of humor. Um, it's got a little bit of emotion and also like the amount that is there is really impressive mm-hmm. um just the amount of po- i mean you can literally uh, 
I, I hate to say capture, it's not really capturing, every single Pokemon, you know, to date. And there are, like, at least a dozen dungeons to be done after the post-game, and they're, like, 100 floors long, and it's, you gotta prep and plan for all that. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I haven't gotten that far, but it's just, it's a lot of fun, and uh, I'm glad that you've played it, because it's, like, I, I was gonna recommend it to you, but now I don't need to, because you've already played it. So, um, I really enjoy it. The only, um, <laughs> I, I, I wish I could, uh, enjoy the, uh, like the multiplayer aspects of it more. I mean, when I played it as a child, I like, I played on the Game Boy, but, uh, you could use like sp- certain codes to go rescue friends or have them rescue you. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's an old game, so it's hard to find people to rescue you. So, but other than that, I mean, it's, it's fun. So. I I I picked that up for a couple hours a week or two ago, so I plan to get back to it at some point. Uh, yeah, but no, just a lot of fun, and I love I love that Pokemon's a franchise that can do that. Um, that has they have so many just spin-off, you know, games that are different, but they're really fun. They've got you know this, they got Pokemon Conquest, they got Detective Pikachu, uh, Pokemon Art Academy, stuff like that, where it's just like that's kind of what I see the Pokemon franchise as more necessarily than the core games. I don't know, but yeah, no, it's just a, uh, it's fun kind of reliving, you know, like you said that those last moments from my late childhood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And it's nice. It's, it was only like nine bucks on the Wii U store, um, which is, you know, more than, you know, cheap enough for me to be willing to purchase it again. Oh yeah. It's a good Um, price. I do appreciate, I do appreciate that they keep the prices for the older games low, lower. (laughs) Uh, yeah. So depends on the game, of course, but most of like the game boy or NES games are in that price range of, you know, nine to $15. So that's fairly reasonable. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, yeah i mean it's it's funny like so much of what we play today is stuff we played before you know what i mean like like even like like batman like i'm i've played batman arkham Asylum before but it's like 10 years later now and I'm, I'm playing it again and it's like man what am i gonna be am i gonna play it again in, in another 20 years or you know like when is this not that i have an issue with it but like how long will the cycle of remasters or re-releases continue? That's a good point. Like, 20 years down the line, are we still going to get remasters of um, Rayman? Rayman 2. Um, mm-hmm. Rayman 2 has been remade on pretty much every single system. Um, but what, like, other games, like the Batman games, or... Or, like, Resident Evil 2 was just announced for, like, a complete roundup remake. Yeah, which is awesome, or or the Spyro trilogy coming out later this year, which I'm gonna be getting absolutely. It's like, again, uh, some people have like a negative opinion of that, like uh, they, it's nostalgia, blah blah blah, that's crap. But to me, it's just like if people are willing to pay for it, go ahead and make it. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's people who are working hard at remastering a game. 
it's a little different from a from just a straight like re-release you know what i mean like, yeah i i on the wii yeah, the re- on the wii u store yeah the remasters are definitely better than well not better but like there's something to be said about preserving video game history absolutely for sure and i think well i think we can like that can be done outside of necessarily like just releasing the same game forever like uh you know i mean like there's ways to preserve that so but it's also just i mean there goes that train again (laughs) yeah people just have i don't know nostalgic nostalgia affects people in very different ways so um some people have a really positive viewpoint on it some people have a very negative like don't touch my childhood type view so <laughs> but yeah no it, it'll be interesting to see you know like 20 years down the line or even 10 years from now like what games are made today that will be remastered right because batman arkham asylum is only not even 10 years old it's yeah been remastered for the next system so well, even like you know as, as as more consoles come out it's just like <laughs> the, the backlog of things to remaster is huge yeah, it's only going to grow, like, exponentially. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... it And, yeah. Like, part of me was like, oh, man, I would love for the Mass Effect trilogy to get remastered on the PS4. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and even though I've played that game, you know, those games so many times, I would definitely pay for it again. I own the Mass Effect trilogy on three different systems at this point, and I'm willing to pay for it a fourth time. Actually, I owned it on PS3 twice. Because I bought I bought the digital and then also the disc. Okay. But that's just my sick obsession. But yeah, no, it's again I, I have no problem problem with it. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's also not even just like like you said preserving gaming history. It's also like revisiting your own gaming history. True. Yeah. And 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 because especially with a remaster or a straight re-release or maybe even just like a visual upgrade not necessarily any change to the gameplay you can really kind of see is this game as good as i remember it being mm-hmm. you know is it really as as powerful and because things are powerful for different reasons maybe because of you know powerful as a 16 year old you at the time but now it's like wow this game really doesn't hold up well six years later type thing mm-hmm. but yeah and like it also depends like where you were at when you were playing it and mm-hmm. um, the conventions at the time. I was I was just kind of thinking about this, like how you can watch a movie from the 40s or the 50s, like no problem. You can find it on Netflix or whatever. Um, but if you want to play a game from 15 years ago, um, it's substantially more difficult without remasters and remakes and stuff yeah it's more difficult to do it legally legally yeah (laughs) um yeah yeah for sure that that's that's a great point right like you can i on the ps store right now i could download any movie or tv show that i really wanted you know or or netflix like you said but you know um but you know playing or even getting a copy of pokemon red dungeon might be really hard to do uh and then getting a copy of game boy still you know because as Mm -hmm. as things 
you know, they age, they break. So there's fewer and fewer of them, you know, as days go by. So, or like, I'm, I'm assuming you mean like 30 years ago from the eighties, you know, yeah, like, even that. like very difficult. It also kind of begs the question how many games have been lost forever. Yeah. Well, you know, what's interesting, like think about today's games like Fortnite, um, Rainbow Six Siege, like any of these games as a service models, PUBG even, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 10 years down the line, people not, might not be able to play them anymore, like actually not able to play them. Because the servers are done mm-hmm. type thing. Yeah, and that's a, that's a huge problem. You know, what's interesting about that is I was just at EB Games today and I saw a trailer for World of Warcraft, the new expansion. And I said to myself, man, they're still making expansions for that game? That game must be nothing like the original game that was released. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, kudos to that team, but it's just like, well, how long is that going to continue for? You know, um, I mean, give credit to them. They haven't, you know just gone out and said well we're shutting the servers down here's warcraft 2 like you know um a lot of or some newer triple a games have done after a few years you know okay it's been a few years shut the servers down done with that like scenario that you're talking about so mm-hmm. and i think the only one other one that's done that very very well is 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 uh minecraft you know minecraft has had huge lasting power because it's constantly changed and updated, but it's nothing like the original game used to be. It's kind of like, like that argument or that argument or the issue with uh, Star Wars, mm-hmm. where George Lucas kept changing things. It's like I want to enjoy the experience as it was, um, which I think is is fine, right? I think it's okay to say I want the original release of Minecraft or I want old school RuneScape, which is a thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Or I want, you know, the original Ocarina of Time. And and stuff like that might be harder and harder to get as, you know, time goes on. So, yeah. Unless, again, unless, especially with, with consoles, right? Because it's not like that you can just throw it up on Steam, you know? Um, where a lot of maybe older PC games can just go right up on Steam. Like mm-hmm. Spy Fox, for example. Yeah. Uh, or, but it's not like Resident Evil 2 will be on you know the the original source code will be available necessarily on other consoles or i mean i know it's available on ps3 but you know further down the line how long will that game be available for so mm-hmm. yeah things to think about only time will tell yeah i guess we'll find out if i mean it's kind of not a not a very i guess with remasters and remakes it's a good thing but with Nintendo kind of practically shutting down the virtual console and yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see where like both nostalgia and preservation goes in the next few consoles or whatever they do. Yeah. Nintendo's always kind of been the, the odd one out in my opinion, as far as even just like availability of, of getting new games as I, I've always heard is just kind of been a nightmare. Like, like, uh, 
when Breath of the Wild came out, we tried to find a physical copy of it for the Wii U, like like a week after launch, but nobody had any. Really? And I couldn't believe it. Like no one had it. So I just ended up paying for it digitally, which I guess works out in Nintendo's favor. Maybe that's their plan, but it's like, I mean, come on, like we're. Tr- I want to give you my money, but I, I, I can't find a physical location. Um, and I've, I've heard lots of people with likewise stories, but mm-hmm. yeah, but who knows? I mean, companies will do what companies will do and people will love it or hate it as they go. So, yeah, yeah, well, that was fun. I like that. Yeah, that was, was good. I want to go play some more Arkham Asylum. Or 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 finish Mass Effect like I probably should. Yeah, I might I might do some Mass Effect. Yeah. You're getting there. You're getting there. Yeah. Anyways, uh thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um please uh give this episode a like if you can do that and somehow <laughs> smash that like button. Uh give it a comment. Uh, look us up on uh, Facebook, the Velvet Room Review, that's what we're called. Um, and like us there if you'd like to, to hear more. Keep connected. Tell your friends. I haven't said that yet. Tell your friends. Yeah, we. Yeah, that's pretty much how we grow is yeah. word of mouth. You've got friends and we want them, so hand them over. <laughs> or else. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll catch you next time. All right. See you.